by the sounds that are spilling forth from the control room. It tells me we are on the air. My name is Sean Boonstra. This is Disclosure, and it is time for our regular bullpen episode. It's a special edition of Disclosure designed for men. What we do is uh, gather a bunch of average, ordinary guys in the studio, although the ones that are gathered here don't seem average or ordinary. Uh, I'll introduce them in a minute. But uh, we talk about things that really matter to men, like life, family, work, faith, guy stuff. Uh, And that means that at this moment, it is time to climb up into our treehouse, pull up the ladder, hang out the big sign says, No Girls Allowed. And today in studio, sitting in the treehouse, I have Christian Martin. Christian, welcome to the bullpen. Thanks a lot, Sean. Yeah, you had to drive through a storm to get here today. It took me three hours. Usually a trip would take an hour and a half, but it took me three long hours, and it was a slow drive. Did you cause accidents? (laughs) And accidents there were. There was about two or three accidents. Yeah, but you caused them, didn't you? I've seen you drive. I know you've dinged up your car. I know you've dinged up your car. Oh, man. No, it was, uh, I was I was extra careful because I wanted to get here safely. So. There you go. And preachers never speed. You are a preacher. <laughs> I am a preacher. You're a pastor in the city of Denver. That's right. Denver South, Seventh-day Adventist Church, right? Correct. Right. So if you want to hear a really good sermon, pick any other church in the entire city. <laughs> hey, <right. laughs> Sean. No, a good preacher. Preacher. Christian's a good preacher. I've been in your church, and that's a good preacher, and, a, and a, you're a good preacher, and it's a nice church. I'm glad you're here. Well, I'm excited. I'm glad you made it. And uh, Kyle Warren? Resident expert on, I think the last bullpen we did, you were the resident expert on the Xbox, which really disappointed me. I I don't know if that's true. <laughs> You're the only one who knew anything about an Xbox. Well, I'm the only one that's worked in the video game industry. No, that's too, true. So that's true. Go. Works in the creative department and works with Palmer, who is our director of the creative department. Palmer Halverson, you've been in before too. This I is, have. Yep. Is this your third or fourth? Bullpen? I think this is the third one. Yep. Third bullpen. Wow. Are you ready to roll? I am. Good. Good. Lots of testosterone in the room. So, gentlemen, here is the topic of the day. I have handpicked this one. Our topic is going to be men, courtship, and understanding women. How does that sound? I'm already laughing. I'm already laughing. Is it possible to understand women? I, it's, yeah, that, that last 15 minutes is going to go, it's going to be just I don't silence. Know. You know, I'll say this. I think... When I'm 16, you're telling your friends that you understand women, and you know in your heart you don't. But you can't. You got to be the big man on campus and pretend like, oh, I, I know all this. And then you're dating, and you start to think you understand women. And then 25 years after you get married, you realize, yeah. oh, my wife's in the control room, actually shrugging her shoulders and looking at me weird. It's like, yeah, no, I still don't understand you at all. Come on, how many times she's 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 over your shoulder, Kyle? It's like, oh my word, this this. Art, we're picking a new topic. We're just going to switch topics. Hey, well, because I had no idea my wife would be there. But the good thing is, though, here's the thing: if we don't understand women that well, sometimes they don't understand us that well. No, I'm going to mm. argue with that. Jean understood me no, in I'm, three minutes. Yeah, because really? I'm not. Oh, there's not that much. She's nodding. Absolutely, okay. she's got All me right. figured out. And I still, I'm still mystified all the time, Jean. Go go to the go to the microphone a minute. You're going to be the one girl allowed in the bullpen today, because you're giving me grief back there. Do you understand me? Yes or no? Absolutely. Yeah. Do wow. I understand you? Yes or no? Um, you've had 25 years of practice. Let's put it that way of trying to figure me out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. Still, yeah, I'm still befuddled all the time, right? How often have I walked in saying, I don't understand this? Okay, we got to get to the guys here who came into the bullpen because you're not allowed to be in the bullpen. 
But I feel privileged. Yeah, you're you're in the bullpen for just half a moment. Actually, Amanda's in the bullpen taking pictures too. But Amanda snuck into the bullpen more than once. Yeah, she has. I've seen her here. All right. But my point. My point was that when you're a 16 year old girl, you don't understand men. No, no, you don't. Yeah. No. Well, I think they do. Oh, Gene's disagreeing with you, Gene. <laughs> Gene. Well. Did you so, understand boys when you were 16? No, 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 definitely not. I think Palmer's Palmer's right. We all grow and learn as we mature. Definitely. But do you think you understand me now? Do you oh, know what yeah. makes me tick? Yeah, I totally understand you. How often do I have to? What's my number one complaint, I think, with you and I when it comes to communicating is I'm not a mind reader. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> That'll be another show. I'm not a mind reader. For men, you have to spell out exactly what's. Okay, you can go away now. You are no longer welcome in the bullpen. That's all we needed from you today. And I'm on the couch. Okay. I agree with you, Sean, though, that when you're, when you're older, yeah, women understand us probably better than we do them. But it's a process. Oh, there's no question. Christian? Yeah. Well, who you know, understands who better? You know, I've been married 17 years, right? It shows. Yeah. I can see it. <laughs> 17 years. <laughs> the bags under and, your um, eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kids. <laughs> you know, but... But 17 years sometimes feel like we've been married for 17 minutes. Yeah. Oh, that's you know, uh-huh. it's like we're we're discovering things about ourselves that we have yet discovered, mm-hmm. and uh, and I think that's the that right there is the awesomeness of 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 life and of marriage. Yeah. You know. But you didn't answer my question. Who understands who better in your house? Do you understand your wife, or does she understand you better? I took a vow of truth, didn't I? That yeah, I was you did. Speak truth. Yeah, yeah. You have to speak truth. Yeah. I understand my wife. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no uh, she's no, listening my, right now. <laughs> my, um, I would have to honestly say, I think my wife can uh, read me like an open book. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's true across the board. Yeah. Gentlemen? Yeah, I can look at my wife and she knows what I'm thinking. But if I look at her and she's like, you know. And she wants you to she, guess. She wants you to guess. And I'm just kind of like. <laughs> no, don't oh, play that game. Uh, yeah. We're, we're something. It's some, something with the kids. Yes. Yes. Palmer? You know? <laughs> yeah, I would, who? No, I would say definitely if you're talking about percentages or whatever. Yeah, my wife understands me better than I understand her. I no, try. But I, but I try. But I have to say, I understand her like an open book as well. The only thing is that Lies. it's a, no, no wait, 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 wait. The only thing it's a three thousand page book. Yeah. See? And you're trying so, to find your place. Where and, and, and to, yeah. <laughs> All right. Four men be looking for hotel rooms tonight. <laughs> All right, let's go back in time. Uh, go back to courtship dating for some of you that's in the well for me, I met Gene thirty years ago. Thirty years ago. And um, and we've been married 25 and some change, and you're 17 years, and around the table, I think. you. How long have you been married? 25 years. Is it 25 this year or yeah. last year? No, this year. This yeah. year. So you the have a little one. edge on Yeah, you're the next one to get to silver. Yeah. Where are yeah. you at? I'm at nine years, which I oh, thought that was a lot. We have a rookie in the <laughs> studio. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Still doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> no, still doesn't. Oh, let me assure you, it's going to get so much better. You will understand so much more as time moves on. <laughs> so, Sean, when did you meet Gene? That's true. What year? I met Gene in, uh-oh, she's in the studio. <laughs> I don't know. 89. 1989. Okay. Yeah, you, I got a thumbs up. You had me beat by uh, by a couple of years. I Yeah, I'm, I met Debbie in uh, in 90. In 90. Okay, yeah. so we're in, we're in yeah. about the same, same time scale, yeah. and our, our kids aren't too far apart on the age scale either. And, and, and so, okay, go back in time. Tell me about courtship and meeting your wife and what's going through a young man's brain when they're out looking for a wife. 
Well, I met my wife when I was already post college, and so I was already in my career. Oh, really? Yeah, and um, and to make matters even more um, intriguing is that I was I actually met my wife when I was actually in a relationship with another. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so... I knew this was going to be a good episode. <laughs> I, this is already yeah. As the days of yeah. our lives. Yeah. <laughs> Continue. Yeah, so... so I'm, I'm, I'm a little awkward. <laughs> Does she know this? Oh, yeah, she oh, very okay, much okay. knew it because, because... Well, she will tonight. <laughs> well, the thing is, is that it was a... I, I'm a pastor, right? So it was a pastor's yep. retreat at a summer camp. And um, and word was getting out that uh, a girl had arrived. She worked in the in the. She was part of the the staff, right? Right. Summer camp staff, and uh, that she had just returned from Argentina. She oh. had been there for a year. I'm from I, I'm from Argentina myself. Oh. And so so uh, so people were asking, "Have you met her yet? Have you met her?" I said, "No, no, no." And so again, mind you, that I was already with someone else, right? And it was a fairly serious relationship. So when I first met, was her name Leah? (laughs) 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 So when I first met Heidi, it was actually a very short-lived conversation, very short-lived, because I was, I was, frankly, I was, I was going through a lot of questions in that relationship I was in. So, so the timing was was very, very interesting. Um, uh, several months later, that relationship actually did not work out. Oh, that came to to an end, and and you already had someone queued up. <laughs> <laughs> and soon after that, I began to ask myself, I wonder. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna reconnect. And, um, and did now, you actually have a little black book? <laughs> no, no. Okay, so this is the only other option. Yeah, this is yeah. Okay. And um and and when I reconnected. Uh, can you believe she was actually in Argentina when I actually reconnected with her? No, she was in Argentina visiting her sister, and, um, and yeah, so that was that was quite a quite the start of a of an interesting relationship. Hmm. What's going through your mind when you connect with her, though, as a young guy looking for a wife? And I, I, well, I'm after the because I know there'll be young guys listening. I know for me, it's the abject fear of picking up the telephone. Yeah. I was afraid. Yeah. I'll be honest. Well, when I first met Heidi. Um, I, I, and she loves it when I say this, <laughs> she, I could tell that there was a spark in her eyes. I, I felt that there was some connection oh, happening. Oh, you are full of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> there was some connection happening. You were the magnet um, in that relationship. Oh, wow. I, wow. I, I, I saw it. I saw it. Um, so when I went, when I reconnected with her, I, I actually thought it was going to be a promising thing, you know, mm. until she said, these guys are, are you, laughing at you, you're uh, laughing at wait, you. Until she said, until when I reintroduced myself, yeah. you know what she said? First words out of her mouth. I don't know um, I, 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 I'm drawing a blank. I, I yes. don't quite remember. Oh. You. <laughs> oh. So, oh, that and here you that, thought that she, so that, so that humbled me. That yeah, humbled me pray, greatly. Praise the Lord. That humbled me greatly. That was the spark in her yeah. eyes. <laughs> it was a lost um, look. What's your name again? <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, the and then of course it was like, oh yeah, I remember you. You know, it's that kind of thing. And uh, and the rest is history. It was it was that was just, it worked out. Yeah. That's what out. I'm going to give it you. Worked that. Out. It worked Guys, out. Guys, you got two minutes before the break. Who's uh, who's next? The abject fear of asking that girl out. Did you feel fear? Yeah. Well, in, interesting enough, I was 29 when when I met Nicole, but I met her through some mutual friends that were good friends of mine and were becoming good friends of hers, and and so uh, 
there was a there were a lot of things that that happened uh, to get us together, and and you know, we don't have time to go through everything, but you know, um, were you afraid? Was I afraid of, of of asking? You know, Sean, I was so old. I just figured I've got nothing to lose, um, and I was so brazen about everything. Uh, within three weeks of us dating, I was like, "All right, are you ready for premarital counseling?" And she's like, "What?" What? Yeah, and I'm just like you did not. I did. He did. Yeah. yeah three weeks. I, three wow. weeks, man. I'm. Let's ask the pastor over here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> three well, weeks. Yes. All right. I'd freak out too. Like, Woo. no, that's not long enough. I mean, that, that's 21 days. Don't they say it takes 21 days to form a habit? That's oh, yeah. exactly right. Yeah. I mean, so we you, had been talking before this, but I, but I'm saying on <laughs> on the scale of us knowing each other, it was. As a father of daughters, I have to say that if someone was talking marriage in three weeks, I'd be mighty suspicious. <laughs> no, no, no. And, and and here's the thing. My, the perp, the purpose of me dating her was for marriage, and so if if we're going to do this, I want to make sure that it's going to work. Well, you've just you've just touched on something I want to hit again after the break. I'll get to Palmer and 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 his start with his wife, but the purpose of dating is marriage. I want to get back to that sentence because I'm the father of daughters, and I've been underlining that over and over and over again. I think you're right about that. I hear the music playing though, means we're already up against our first break. I want you to grab pen, paper, writing instrument, iPad, whatever you can grab, and write down the details about this wonderful offer from the good people at the Voice of Prophecy. If you've always wanted to know your Bible better to actually understand it subject by subject. We have wonderful opportunities for that. You can know the Bible for yourself. So listen to this offer, and we'll be right back after this. Retirement planning can be a stressful process, but it doesn't have to be. The friendly people at The Voice of Prophecy can walk you through the entire process and explain all of your options based on your specific needs. Whether you'd like to set up a trust for income or make a gift that will benefit your loved ones and change lives through The Voice of Prophecy, we're here to help. To learn more, call 1-800-348-5993. Earthquakes, tornadoes, wildfires. Around us, homes are being lost, lives are threatened, and some people are asking the question, does God even care about me? The Bible answers that question, and what it says is very encouraging. Find out what God says regarding this topic and some of life's greatest issues in our free Discover Bible Guides. Go to VOP.com and click on Study, or call us 888-456-7933. All right, we had enough time during the break to really measure our words and think about what we're going to say next, because we all know our wives will hear this show later on (laughs) and hear what we said. Palmer, you're on the hot seat next, meeting Debbie. Yeah, that's pretty interesting, actually. We were um, at a a high school, a boarding school, and um, we were at an evening function, and I didn't know Debbie. She didn't know me. It was the start of a school year. She walked in. She said to one of her friends, oh, he's tall. We'd look good together. (laughs) <laughs> and uh solid reason for choosing it sure exactly well we were young i mean actually we were basically 15 and um wow but it took me a while to come around so debbie's like 
Palmer and I would look good together, and and I was oh, often she initiated. She uh, had to chase you down. She didn't. No, she didn't tell me. That's what I'm hearing. But now. I no, I heard word that she was interested in me, but she didn't approach me. And so finally, I mean, we're we're high school sweethearts, to put it bluntly. And so actually, one day in algebra class, I wrote her a note in her algebra book and handed it back to her, and that's what really got it started. What so, the note say? Uh, it was very simple. Uh, pH plus DC with a heart around. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's pretty okay. Right. That's pretty brave. So, too, though. so that's pretty brazen. Yeah. That's brave. Yeah. So what was a little humorous is that actually um, that was on page three oh one of her algebra book. And so 301 has always been a special number for us. Oh. So I would sit there and we would have like an evening Vespers program in our in our academy. Um, and I and somebody would say, well, what hymn do you want to pick? And I would say 301, which is near, still near. Oh, yeah, nice. oh. But so, so I, I... There's all kinds of levels of yeah, smooth yeah. in that story. But, but we weren't allowed to date. So we were not supposed to be dating. Oh, we Christian were not Academy. allowed to date. And it was very strict. And so we had to pass notes. And not only that, they had to be discreet because we were going to get in serious trouble if we even passed notes. To it all, it was worth it, though, right? It like, was absolutely worth it. You've been married 25 it. years now. We have, yeah. Four children. And we got married Marriage pretty young. Took. So we got <laughs> married. Basically, we got married when we basically finished high school. So, wow. Yeah. We got married young. Wow. Well, wow. we don't need to talk about me. Let's and, move on and, to the next question. In the days of handwritten notes. Man, but but wait a minute. Days. You wrote it in the high school textbook? Yeah, like right in the textbook. Sure, it's probably still there. They're probably uh, yeah, still no, using it. No, Debbie yeah. still has it. No, no, this oh, was, she this was her personal book. Yeah. Oh, it was her personal uh, book. No, you didn't we wouldn't, write it we wouldn't let that go. I met my wife through her father. That's probably the end of that story. Oh, <laughs> 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 well, I did. No, he invited me over to his house. I wasn't a Christian in those days, and so he invited me through a mutual friend to drop by for beer and. Um, I saw a photo on the table in the living room, and I, I actually stopped Gene's father and said, hey, wait a minute, um, is that your daughter? And the look of panic on his face, it's like, oh, no, I brought the enemy into the house. I was 19, and I'm there drinking beer. I was like, oh, this is the wrong guy. Um, you know, is she home? And so we met that day, and I, I had to leave town to go work. I was working in the summer on a construction site a long ways away and uh, asked her out when I came back. But I'd heard through the grapevine that she would say yes, so... The whole fear thing, although I was still terrified. It's like, oh, what if she says no? It'll be humiliating because I've already told all my friends I met this great girl. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to marry her. That's awesome. Usual pattern in Western dating, man initiates, woman responds. It sounds like that's kind of true for, no, it wasn't true for you. No, it was true for me because Debbie (laughs) never told me. So she told her friend. She said he, we'd look good together, but she never approached me. Okay. Mm. Well, so you got leaked information, which I had. Yeah. yeah I had I leaked did. information. I had no fear. When I had I intelligence. Asked her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got set up. You got set up. Yeah. You took the first move. Typically, though, society expects man to be the aggressor. Do you think God designed us that way? You know, uh, man, I don't know if the aggressor is the the best word, though, Sean. Initiator. Uh, Initiator. The instigator. You know, you you ask the question, you know, is is this the way God designed us? Well, Well, do do men want to chase and women want to be chased? That's the way that— I would say yes. Generally so. Why? I think God wired that way. Are we? Yeah, I think so. You only chase things that are—oh, sorry, Chris, I'm rolling over you. But you're only going to chase something that's worth something. Well, the thing is this. When, when, when you realize that there is a guy who's chasing you, do we, don't you think that would give you a sense of, of value? Well, it depends value. on who's chasing and how, I suppose. <laughs> who's because chasing there's and how? the stalker. Amanda, yeah. you're here, right? The stalker wouldn't be cool, right? No, we got to know on that. No, but, but I got some <laughs> scripture, biblical ba- backup for that. 
Okay, back in the Bible, okay. doesn't the Bible say we love God because he what? First he loved first us. loved us. Mm-hmm. So God pursues us, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that I think that that, that I, I think God God wired man to be the one who who pursues. Mm. And I, I think, think that's true. We're hunters. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think women sense uh, some a level of security and safety and love and value when when they when they see the 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 man just taking that initiative. I I think that's God-given design there. Guys? Uh, yeah, I I think you know you've got the whole kinsman redeemer thing going on there yeah. too which you know when when you talked about that that kind of brought that up to me that you know um Boaz was pursuing um Ruth but yeah but wait a minute wait a minute that's a horrible example because really Ruth is f- by far more aggressive in that story no, but but he goes to the town, the the elders of the yeah, town. Yeah, he, he and, takes I mean, the initiative he, he of goes, cleaning up the. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, he goes and does what he. He pursues he, the girl. Exactly, and uh, yeah, I think, uh, like like you said, you know, it gives women security to know that they're worth they're worth enough mm. to be pursued, and a, a, a lot of times, you know, you get the no, but try harder, you know. <laughs> type of thing going going on. I don't know if you guys got that. I got that problem. I got a lot of no. More than more. <laughs> I just got a lot of no. I only dated one. I only dated one person. My comment would be this: I got a lot of no. That, and stop trying. Right? Yeah. <laughs> stop trying. <laughs> Go away. We see pretty strong biblical examples that that men initiate, and and I, I my my comment is: is that meant to be definitive? I would say this: that if two people have an idea that they're interested in mm. each other, and the man is too scared to initiate, I see that. Is a problem, but I don't know if it's meant to be that de- definitive. I mean, if if a lady has interest in a guy, is there something taboo about her actually asking him out if he has not? He doesn't necessarily have an idea that there's a thing. Only going at on? the Sadie Hawkins event. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Only at the Sadie Hawkins event. No, I I don't. I'm with Christian on this one. I think that the parallel, and if you read Ephesians five, Paul dissects marriage and he puts. Um, he, he, he uses it as an analogy between for the relationship between Christ and the church, and Christ being the groom, the church being the bride. And there's no question in my mind that in that relationship, Christ is the initiator. He's the one who yeah. pursues mm-hmm. us, yeah, right? Pursues yeah. But, but, but yeah. would you say, though, I agree with you, but would you say it's taboo or would be wrong no. for oh, a no. 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 no, I dreamed of the no. day that women were—actually, I remember this one time where there were all these women that were banging on my door all night, just all night. It was driving me nuts, and I finally had to— Get up and let them out. <laughs> you know, you know, but I've seen relationships. It was a joke. I have never done that. That is, yeah, write your complaint letters to Christian Martin, Box 999, Loveland, Colorado. Yeah. You know, I've seen relationships, though, where the woman is the pursuer, and it's not quite the same. The whole... The whole, just I don't know. The tone I would have, I think I would have loved a it. Little... Well, I think Sean I... was talking about the first initiation. Okay. Exactly. Right. Not, not well, the whole story. Okay. I've seen the whole story being. And that the would woman. be negative. Yeah. And yeah. And it's. And in yeah, fact, my weird. story includes both. Okay. Because I, 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 I could say I initiated quite a bit of our, uh, our, our, of our relationship at the start, right? What happened was this um, several months went by, several months. And I'm just I'm just loving our relationship, right? I'm just having a great time, fun time, and getting to know my 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 this girl, right? And um, and one evening Heidi sat me down in a couch, and I, she had that look in her eyes. I was like, oh, this is going to be a serious conversation. <laughs> <laughs> and she, and I said I said uh, Heidi, wh- um, there's something you want to talk about. I, and, and she said, okay, 
I don't know how to ask you this. I'm just going to ask you straight because I don't know any other way to ask you. I was like, You were on the couch sitting yeah, together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. And I was like, what's that? I was getting a little nervous. Yeah, yeah you're actually yeah. still yeah. kind of stammering yeah, yeah. just remembering this. And she tells me, I need to know, do you like me? Yeah. Oh, straight. Yeah. Well, that would be a yeah. Yeah. Do you like me? And I said, uh, absolutely. Yeah, I like you. How did you miss that, right? I, 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 I totally like you. And she says... Oh, is this no. is this is this relationship going? Is it is it going to be a long term? Basically, and that's what she, mm. she didn't use those words, but her words basically was, "Is this a long term commitment? What's Are we heading intent? that direction? What's your yeah. intent? That was it. What's yeah. your intent?" And I said, "You know what? I I really like you." I said, <laughs> and then you that's know what she not said? the answer she's then, looking. No, 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 but then, but oh, no, no. Yeah. Listen, okay, actually, okay, okay, and then okay. she said this. Okay, okay, that's all I needed to know. She had a big smile on her face. That's all I needed to know. Let's just continue. And now we're fine. Yeah, and now we're fine. Yeah. And that's all she needed You're not to a know. player. Yeah. yeah. Because we were at a point, a crucial point in our relationship, that if it went any further, she was giving her, her heart to me emotionally. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. And she did and not really want to... it's really hard to untangle she, that later. Yeah. yeah. And, and she was at a point where, man, he's not, he's not stepping up and telling me straight... So like you were saying, wow. Palmer, I'm going to have to initiate that yeah. question. Oh, right? So how did you feel after that? I mean, I think I'd feel some relief that we'd had that discussion. Absolutely. Yeah. I absolutely did. Because wow. I, I think I think women and girls, they're, they're, more, they're more emotionally mature earlier on in, in, mm-hmm. in life. And earlier on in life? I think all <laughs> yeah. the way through. All, all the way through. Uh, yeah, I think all the way through. So I, <laughs> in fact, I, I totally value that, that conversation. I, I, was, I was very thankful she actually just wow. went straight. That's sobering. You know, it raises a good question, though. Like, should men be out dating just for the sake of dating and having fun and meeting girls, or is mm. dating for marriage? Interesting. We- I, I think, it, you know, one of the titles that you had in the in the topic of discussion today was courtship. And, you know, to me, courtship and dating are maybe they're the same thing, but I, I think they're actually not. And it oh, depends yeah. on how it's treated. So to me, courting means there's an intent to build a lifelong relationship. And the way dating is perceived today, it's like, oh, we're just having fun. Yeah. Sure. But f- as Christian men should. Yeah. The reason I ask this is this, because I've got two daughters. One is 16, one is 19. One, I've said, you're not ready to date because dating is for finding mm-hmm. a spouse. That's yeah. the design of it. That's what it's for. You're not ready yet. The 19-year-old at college, second year, it's like, you're ready to date, but the purpose of dating is to find a spouse. Mm. And so if that's not what's going on, don't do it. You know, and, and <clears throat> you know, you said is there, there's a difference between dating and, and court, courting. Okay. At least in yeah, well, I think in, in yeah in definition yeah. Yeah. Well, I think in practice too. The 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 way I see it is is that for me for me to to date okay was not necessarily to 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 discover whether or not um, I want to marry her. That was not my my initial you know um, reason. It was it was more I was more at the point of this is a girl I would want to consider. Sure. Marrying. Therefore, I'm going to date her once I've already reached that conclusion. In other words, prior to dating, I think friendship is paramount. I really do. And I think that the friendship phase is for the purpose of of discovering this, you know, what this individual is all about, their values, their 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 likes and dislikes, who they are. And then as I discover that, I come to the point of, of realizing, you know, we have a lot in common and I'm really 
I would consider her as as a future spouse. Therefore, right. we're going to enter into a more serious well, relationship. And I often advise young people, when you get started, date lots of people, date broadly, meet lots yeah, of people. absolutely. But should you even start that process if you have no intention of hunting for a spouse? Because, as you pointed out, people do start getting emotionally involved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I hear the music. That means we're out of time again. You guys just talk so much that I could hardly get in a word edgewise. And Try so, to Kathy. No, <laughs> no, it never works that way. Uh, let's let's take the little break here and come back in a moment because we're on to some substance. We want to talk about um, courtship, dating, and uh, and men and understanding women and all those things. But here are a few announcements from the Voice of Prophecy. First, we'll be right back. Disclosure is just one of the programs brought to you by The Voice of Prophecy, like the audio adventure program, Discovery Mountain. Discovery Mountain is a weekly Bible-based program for kids of all ages and backgrounds. Your family will enjoy faith-building stories with Jake Donovan, (laughs) Mr. Simon, and others in this small mountain town. Each summer, campers visit Discovery Mountain, where they sing songs, learn about God, and reenact a Bible story with the help of drama teachers, Miss Wendy and Miss Tamara. With 24 full episodes every year and programming every week, your family will have something uplifting to listen to every week. Listen to episodes on demand and watch video features from director Doug at discoverymountain.com or on your favorite podcast platform. That's discoverymountain.com. I don't know why this is, but the best conversations happen when the microphones are off. And you never get to hear that stuff. So I want to backtrack a little bit because we continue talking about dating uh, during the break. Men and dating and courtship and those things. And we were having trouble deciding where's the line between dating and courtship. And I had said before the break, you guys, that with my daughters, I've told them, look, the purpose of dating is to go looking for a spouse, date broadly, meet lots mm-hmm. of people, and then you kind of start settling on some who might be potential spouses, and you pray about that, you make a list of what you're looking for in a godly mate, and so on, and you shift into courtship. But my advice has always been, if you're not looking for a spouse, don't start, because you're going to you're going to be damaging somebody's feelings. You might have their hopes up, You might, and you were just playing. It's not right. Yeah. Not, that's not a manly thing to do, to just play. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and the bottom line is, I think we could all agree that in today's culture, dating is nothing but a license to get physical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's what it really comes down yep. to, especially, especially at the younger age, high school. It's like, hey, you want to date? And okay, yes. If the answer is yes, it's a license to say, Let's let's get close. Let's get physical. Let's uh, yeah. kiss. Let's and I, hug, got, let's I must tell you, as the father of daughters, there is no license given. None. <laughs> yeah. Zero. Yeah. I agree with you that. You touch my yeah. daughter, I chop Ch- off whatever Ch- touches her fingers, whatever. Yeah. You know, absolutely. Yeah. You were saying too when when Heidi asked you that question, you weren't dating. We were not dating. That we were not dating. Like not actually gone on a date. No, no, we 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 had a friendship, Sean. That's that's what it is. We had a friendship. Well, no. now did we go out and eat together? We did. Okay. But we were just friends, becoming 
better and better friends, becoming more acquainted. We were friends. Now, it you was have, a friends. You have anecdotal evidence to fight me on what I'm about to say, because I think one of the questions I wanted to talk about is, can can you just be friends and and not date and date should should you date should you be friends with somebody before you date them i'd argue no but but you're flying you know your story flies in the face of what i'm suggesting See, and, and it's interesting because in the spanish language okay the word for um girlfriend okay yeah. is novia novia okay and guess what it's the same word which means bride in Spanish, oh. the word for bride and girlfriend are one and the same. So you're wow. assuming you're on the same track. Absolutely. The girlfriend is a future bride. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So when I ask someone to be my novia, it's not someone that I don't know and I'm wanting to get to know. No, no, no. I've, I know her and I'm making her my novia, my girlfriend or soon to be. Or cons- there there you might know, be a cultural difference here because I've always I counseled young is. men like, don't be friends first. You do not want to end up in the friend zone <laughs> because you will be uh, there forever. I, I, I think I think it's all about expectations. I think actually knowing somebody uh, casually, let's say when you're not dating, um, actually is valuable. Um, I, I definitely think it is. And I think this, if we jump forward in the game, I think that marriages where the spouse, obviously there's there's all the things that come with marriage, you know, having a special, unique relationship, but a quality friendship is at the foundation of well, that. Well, I, I would agree. I was always, I was obviously good friends with the girl I was dating, but I used to, I, maybe it's, you know, I'm not going on biblical principle here, but it was like, man, I noticed that the guys who are always friends with the girls never get the date because they get put in a box in the female mind where that's a friend, hmm. not a not. I a think it depends husband. on the on the person. And I'm, I'm speaking from from the guy's perspective uh, for you know, can I be friends mm. with lots of women without having my mind go to that place? There you go. Yeah, I can't. I've met some guys that can. You know, they're friends with fifty women or whatever. You know, and it's like, hey, that's that's great. See, that's, and I'm suspicious. That's of that. working, but, but for, you don't for stay you. there. But you don't stay there though. It's part of the journey. It's part of the. They might. It's a. It's a... <laughs> yeah, but you know what? With relationships, relationships are always growing. Are going in reverse, and so if you, the more time you spend with somebody, the deeper your relationship's going to be. Absolutely, yeah. Well, now we settled all that. Yeah. <laughs> How old should you be before you start dating as a young man? I, well, I think your your concept about you should not start dating, and and this was my my dad never sat me down and told me any of this, but I think your concept about you should not start dating until you're ready to get married. I, that, there's a lot of counsel in that, man. Well, I was not ready to get married when I started dating, you know, for, of course, I wasn't always a Christian either. And right. so, you know, 16, 17, you are not looking for a spouse, which is what I've tried to counsel my kids. But then when is it? When you're in college, when you started working? Because in my brain, um, I need to provide for a family. Absolutely. Should I, I have yeah. my career lined up? When am I ready? You know, I, I think it has. To, I, I, be, I strongly believe it can be very appropriate in the college. Um, yeah, I would. Period. I would say college as well. Absolutely. 
absolutely, because the reality is, once you graduate from college and get into your career, you're not going to be surrounded by by women, by candidates. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's yeah. like no, there is something to that, especially if you're a Christian and you go to a Christian college. Absolutely, that's yeah. where that pool it's is. It's a golden when... window of opportunity right there. <laughs> you guys know I what think... they call Loma Linda, right? It's the Last Chance Ranch. <laughs> the Last Chance Ranch. I really think oh. that dating in high school, though, you know, one of the analogies, Sean, that I had is this: is that um, dating in high school is like building a house, pouring a foundation for a ranch-style floor plan and then not knowing what you want to build above it. I mean, mm. it doesn't make sense. Mm. It doesn't yeah. make sense. I see the odd I see the odd one work out, but you're right. It doesn't make sense. And I'm not sure that at 15, 16, it worked out for you. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm an worked, exception. You're, you're the exception. But generally speaking, your brain has not formulated far enough yet. It doesn't really gel until your early 20s mm -hmm. um, to be able to consider long-term consequences that someone who's really yeah. cute today, you're both going to turn 80. Eventually, both your faces are going to slide off mm -hmm. of your skulls, and you're going to both look old and looks go away. And except for me, I mean, the older I get, the older I get, the sexier I get. But other Just than other than me, yeah. But I, I don't. But think... other than that, do you have the capacity at sixteen to consider what character means seventy years down the road? No, no. no I think I don't teenagers think so. don't fully understand themselves, let alone their career direction, their 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 full value system, or even what they want in a life companion. It's not possible. Well, and and you know what? I, the re, uh, the bottom line, I think, is that. That girls, even at that age, in the teens, 15, 16, girls are are looking more long term than guys. Guys, girls oh, are that's looking. Absolutely true. Girls, girls are looking at the heart. They want that that comforting, you know, safe mm -hmm. relationship. And guys are looking at the body. I yeah, mean, that's let's just be blunt. Let's just right. be blunt. No, nope, that's true. At that age, oh yeah, more than any, you know, at that age. Yeah. And so, so it's 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 not it's 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 a perfect storm. Well, you know. you're also. And, you, I and think you should it, be a man before you start dating, and you're not a man at 16. No, sorry, you, 16 year olds, but but you're not. Well, you're yeah. not going to be responsible. I mean, you can't provide. No, it's crazy. Well, and and you know, like when like like Christian's saying, you know, when you're when you're older, you're thinking of these things. That's why I was able to three weeks into dating my wife go, okay, I'm ready for premarital counseling because. You know, I, See, I would have I'd freaked like to... out if you'd walked into my office 20 years old and said that. At 30, I've had some that are 40 dated for three months, and they said, we know. But I'm looking at them thinking, you're 40 with a lifetime of experience. Exactly. Let's talk. And I, yeah, and I want to sit down as adults and go, okay, this is my value system. This is your value system. Are these things going to work together? You know, all, all those all those different things. When I'm 16, I'm not thinking about that stuff. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> is there such a thing as a soulmate? Let's talk to the young men out there who are, are looking down the road. and Soulmate, you know, you were meant to be. It was all picked ahead of time, and this is the one and only person who could ever make you happy. Is that real? Is that biblical? I don't believe so. You guys don't want to say no <laughs> because no, your wives I, are going to hear the show. Look at, I, no, no, no. And my wife's in the control room. I don't think in the room, common yeah. sense it is. I, I think, here's my comment. I, absolutely, I don't believe in the concept of one perfect soulmate. But I, but I also believe that if you're actively seeking something and you, you know, you're pursuing it the way you should, it's likely God does have mm. somebody in your sphere that may be the right person for you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at, at the end of the day, I say that you have potential, okay, to get emotionally intimate with the other, with the other, right. the other sex. And, and so, in other words, I believe that everyone is open game for for discovering that intimacy and resulting in 
a quote soulmate. Right. So so no, I don't think it's a singular person that you have to, you know, be searching for. The reality is is that I have an intimate relationship with my wife. Okay. And there's a reason why Jesus says, "Do not look into at another woman to lust after her." Right. Okay. Why? Because because there can be a, a level of intimacy that can that can be generated in the heart. That is a forbidden area, and because we all have potential as yep. emotional beings to 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 cultivate intimacy with another. I've noticed that if you take any man, any woman, no matter how much they hate each other in the beginning, you put them alone together, working together for yep. years, and affection builds. Something's going to happen. Right. It That's does right. build. Yeah. I don't right. think there is. Dietrich Bonhoeffer addressed that issue one time. He wrote this wedding sermon where he says, and I'm not sure I agree with this, he says, God steps in when you guys decide to get married and you ask him to bless it. That's where he steps in. Hmm. I think it starts earlier than that. Yeah. I really do yeah. believe that, that God arranged an ideal woman for me. Do I believe, I think it's TV nonsense, that there's one perfect right. person out there, yeah. and then we were separated at birth, and, and well, if you were separated at birth, you shouldn't be getting married, I guess. <laughs> but, but I don't but know. I don't think that, there that is a also, soulmate. That, no. that also fuels, though, that also fuels divorce, because somebody says, I married somebody, they're not making me happy, right. it wasn't the right person, they I better They must not have on. been my soulmate. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah. Which is a bunch of bunk. You I can make it work. That, yeah. I, yeah, I think the yeah. people that get into this whole soulmate business are more physically intimate than they should be, quicker mm, than they should be. Good point. Because that does a lot yeah. of crazy hormones to your brain. Yeah. And you know that's not that's not the way God God made things. You know. And but you are you you really are coming together in a way that when you rip that apart, it's it's going well, to do bad. We things know chemically to you. that's literally what happens now yeah. since the discovery of oxytocin in the 1990s. When Paul says, "Do not join yourself to a prostitute." Because you yeah. become one with her, yeah. we yeah. think, okay, you know, it's sort of symbolic. And no, it literally yeah. happens. Yeah. Yeah. Literal. That you know, women emit. I think five. That's why women are damaged mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. flings and affairs more than mm-hmm. men are. Mm-hmm. They produce something like five times the oxytocin we do. We're still damaged. It's not. We're not. We don't mm-hmm. get off scot free. Mm-hmm. But it's the same chemical that a woman emits when she's nursing her baby. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. chemical bonding. Mm-hmm. And yeah. once you've chemically bonded with somebody, yeah. Good luck untying that. There's something there for There's strings attached. And, and, and that's so right. that's a that's a huge proponent for waiting till marriage. It's as crazy as that sounds, but you know, if you don't want to get your yeah. heart ripped mm, open five hundred right. times, wait to marriage. Yeah, absolutely. And then it's funny that even inside some church circles, young people look at me in surprise when I suggest that. Yeah. You know, and it's funny because <laughs> when Heidi asked me, Do you like me? You know, that that actually took our relationship to another level. Absolutely. At that point. At that point. Because we actually com- express to each other long-term commitment. Mm-hmm. Wow. And that took it to the next level. You know, up until then, we were friends, okay? and But had not expressed that forever friendship, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but that made the difference. And, 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 and at that point, you could say we started dating. Right. Right. I see it. Yeah, absolutely. Now, soulmate. So uh, the divorce, I know we're up against another break, but the divorce point I had never thought of before. It's like people who, both of you, I think, came up with that. It's like, no, no, it's not my soulmate. We got to break up. Nonsense. Mm, Yeah. Nonsense. Relationships take work. We don't love God instinctively either, but when he makes that first move and we learn who he is and 
And well, that's a terrible example. There is only one God, so He is your soulmate ultimately. But when it comes to human beings, God expects us to work on relationships and build principles and and love. And uh, I hear the music again. It's time to go. We got so much we could talk about. I'm going to ask you about love at first sight when we come back. If soulmates aren't real, what about love at first sight? And so we'll come back to that. We're talking about men, courtship, understanding women, and uh, we will conquer all of those questions with definitiveness here on the bullpen. Uh, you're listening to Disclosure from the Voice of Prophecy in the coming commercial, The Break. You are going to hear about an exciting offer to study the Bible for yourself. We'll be right back. As you may know, The Voice of Prophecy is supported by people just like you. We provide Christ-centered programs and Bible studies free of charge so that no one is left out. If you've been blessed by these programs and would like to pay it forward, we invite you to visit VOP.com give to make your tax-deductible donation. We're equipping the world for Christ to come, and your support will make a direct impact on so many lives. That's VOP.com give. Do you feel as if you have more questions than answers in your life? Are you searching for answers to some of life's biggest questions? The Discover Bible Guides can help you find the answers you're looking for. Visit us at BibleStudies.com or call us at 888-456-7933 for your free Discover Bible Guides and begin your journey today to discover answers to life's deepest questions. It is time for segment four of the bullpen episode of Disclosure. If this was a hockey game, we'd now be in overtime and we'd be watching Boston win. That's exactly how that would go down. That's exactly how that would go down. You all know that. Oh, you're laughing. It's a shame. You don't root for real teams, you guys. We're talking about marriage. We'll just You don't. Well, who do you root for? Nashville. Oh, for pity's sake. Oh, man. Oh, look, you don't even play hockey. No, No, I don't play hockey. There's two Canadians on this side of the table. What do you mean you don't play hockey? (laughs) And you you guys are never in in the Stanley Cups. When's the last time you you went to the Stanley Cup? Where do you think your hockey players come from? (laughs) Yeah, where do the hockey players come from? The good ones are coming from France. They are not coming from France. You know what? Your hockey players are coming from Canada and Russia. Yeah. And maybe a little bit in Finland. How, you how, shut how, up, Kyle. You, you guys aren't coming to the Stanley Cup. What? We miss you there. Because <laughs> it's all Canadians playing on the American teams. Well, we uh, we picked open a scab and popped some blisters there. All right. We're talking about marriage and dating. And, uh, oh, that would be a good show, Arguing With Your Wife. Can you imagine that show? If you arguing have the right with tools, you can do it. Mm. Yeah, I've discovered something that you don't win by presenting the facts in a in a position mm. paper. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, yeah. you're laughing. I did that. Facts are not good. Well, white papers aren't good for wise. No, I gave my wife a three-page position paper in an argument we were having oh, when we were man. dating. What did and you that's expect? That's the day I learned that logic. Well. My position didn't actually matter. Everybody's shaking their head. Joel's shaking your head. It's like, how did you end up Are you sure you want to go here, Sean? No. uh, Jean's out there somewhere. She'd probably hear the position paper. You know what we were fighting about? You know what we're fighting about? Which word was older, purple or violet? What? (laughs) Yeah. You actually wrote a three-page position letter Well, it's it's simple. (laughs) Purple's a Greek word. Greeks predated the Latin domination of the world. Purple, (laughs) violet is a Latin word. I won. However, I lost in in, in yeah. many ways yeah, that are inexplicable. Yeah, I lost in many many ways. Yeah. All right, um. what steps? What steps should a young man? Let's talk to some of the young men out there, or maybe older guys who who are out cruising for. That sounds terrible. Out cruising for a <laughs> wife. Um, 
how do you know if you're ready to date personally? Mm. Let's talk mm -hmm. about personal inventory. Mm. So I've got Sean, I, I think I thought about this and I, I think there's there's five steps that I thought of and I think we get them all backwards. I think we jump to step five without okay. considering mm. the first Okay, four. give me your five steps. So number one, one understand uh if this is a young man, he needs to understand his relationship to God, what God expects of a godly man. I give that Two, name, understand himself, his own worth, his value system. Check. Yep. Three, understand how God values the women he is going to date. Mm -hmm. yeah. Wow. Four, oh, four, wait, wait, that one's yeah. good. Okay, we'll revisit yeah. these, but that uh, one I like. Four, yeah. understand what God designed for relationships. Mm -hmm. And number five that we usually do first, understand the heart of a lady, how to be romantic and to cherish her. Okay. Wow. Okay. Oh, I'm giving you an A plus on those. That was profound. I did absolutely jump to number five, even preparing for this show. <laughs> I really did. Um, what was number three again? Understand how God values the oh, woman he is going to date. That hit me. Now, I'm the father of daughters, and yeah. when you said that, I heard a giant yeah. amen in my brain thinking, those young men need to understand yeah. that my daughters— yeah are daughters of the Most High God. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's right, that's right. Wow. And I don't have the stats in front of me, but but you guys know how pornography is like off the charts. Mm -hmm. 80 per, 80% of Christian men are now admitting to having a view. And you it. said Christian men. Yes, that's, that's right. That Church-going men, 80% have now admitted to at least have viewing it, viewed it casually. At yeah. least yeah. casually. Yeah. For the listeners, there's a show that you did earlier, Sean, on that topic. Yeah, well, our first bullpen mm -hmm. was on pornography. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Um, so so going on what Palmer said, absolutely. And I, and I think that any young man, for the sake of her heart and for the sake of their own hearts, for God's sake, um, I think they need to be able to be honest with themselves and say, I cannot um, enter into a, an emotional, intimate relationship with, with someone if I am addicted to pornography, I need yeah. I need to break free from this for my sake, for her sake, for God's sake. See, I had a young lady um, ask me the other day, I've met a guy and he says he's addicted. I said, run. Yeah, he's run. not ready. Yeah. He's not he's ready not for a relationship. Not ready. He's and not he, ready. He's run. You. Yeah. You're going to get hurt. You're yeah. absolutely right. Yeah. And that's such a prevalent part of it um, now. And that ties into the, you know, understand how God values a woman. Pornography devalues human right. beings. Yeah. It devalues mm -hmm. women in particular. Yeah. And it's it's not exclusively a male problem, no. porn. No, it's, However, it's, it's predominantly yeah. it's predominantly a male problem yeah. because we're so visual. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it reverts us back to our 15-year-old mind. I forget who said it. You know, when you're older, you're looking for a relationship. When you're young, you're a young man. You're, it's your lizard brain, for lack of a better yeah, term. Yeah. I know that's an evolutionary term, but whoop, you can't. You notice well, the your, girl it's walking by. It's your carnal by. nature. It's you're your just, carnal boom. nature. Yeah. And you haven't matured enough. If, you're right. If you don't have your carnal nature under control, mm. you should not be no. dating. No. If no. she's an object. If, that's that's right. exactly yeah. right. If she's a potential release to. for yeah. your sexual desire, yeah. it's yeah. off. Yeah. You're not ready. Totally and carnal nature goes back to the number one point I made, which is understand your relationship to God. As Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. That was sobering. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, to, to, to go along real. with what Palmer's saying, you know, how many parents are raising their kids to understand mm. their relationship to God? Yeah. yeah. You know, it, it, you know we're, we're sitting at this coming at this, you know, from, you know, just getting married. There's a large portion of, of, of my kid's life that I've got to sit there and instill these mm -hmm. values into them yeah. to get them to the place where now they can make these decisions, and I I feel like you know God is going to lead them in these steps. If they don't have that uh, 
background. You have to put it in there. Yeah, there's you, nothing to, for God to bring back to recall if you haven't right. put it in there. That's exactly. Right. Point two. Point two that I made was you have to understand yourself and your own value and your mm. own worth. And I think there's a lot of people want to enter into relationships expecting somebody else to fill a hole or to mm. complete them. They don't truly oh, understand their value. Yeah. Wow. And so they end up actually getting into this enmeshed relationship that's negative because somebody else is supposed to fill that hole that they have. Well, you raised something that maybe one thing you should be examining are your own family relationships growing up and so on, Mm -hmm. and ask yourself, if I've been emotionally wounded? And you might want to deal with that or at least recognize Mm -hmm. that before you start dating so that you're not asking someone else to fill the need that was missing in your childhood. That's right. And, you know, and and for fathers who are listening to this this episode, um, they play such a crucial role in being able to actually model and 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 shape and mold their son's um, perspective and understanding of what it means to have you know a commitment or, or, or intimate relationship with someone, um, the fathers play a crucial role in, oh, in yeah. developing that sure. um, readiness right at that early at this early mm-hmm. age. Yeah, to to go along with what Palmer's saying, you know, if you're if you can't be by yourself and be happy, absolutely, you should not be getting into a oh, relationship. Oh, I really like that. Mm. Yeah. And remember, I told you in my story that I actually broke up with that girlfriend that I had when I met Heidi. Yeah, you're the player now, in today's show. <laughs> <laughs> no, but listen to this. Going back to your point, remember I said that I gave you the short version, right? Right, right? I said it was several months later that I decided I'm going to reconnect with Heidi. But I'll tell you what, during those months, I I I I prayerfully and thoughtfully wanted to come to that point where I could say, you know, I, I'm fully content with being who I am. I know who I am in Christ. I have mm-hmm. joy in my heart for mm-hmm. just being who I am, and I'm ready to pursue yeah. another relationship. I, I had I had a very similar experience. Mine was, I, I was in relationships I should not have been in, but it, it came to where the place where you're sitting there going, okay, this is not who I should be get that out and then you just kind of sit down and go lord you know you're you're gonna have to take over from now because i'm not doing a very good job with Mm. this and and i need to relearn you know because i knew what was right but relearn and then apply those principles and then the, the lord opens the doors after that Hmm. Psychologists are talking today that, you know, they, they've kind of changed their language. I mean, there's so many vows and so many things in marriage ceremonies years gone by where so-and-so completes me and, you know, this is et cetera, et cetera. And psychologists are changing their, their talk, hmm. their terminology today, and that is, no, you're going to complement each other and you're going to be two whole people creating a beautiful marriage together, but you're going to have to have a foundation individually and mm-hmm. value yourself and understand mm-hmm. that. That's really good. I like the. I forget who put the book out years ago. Um, was it Sacred Marriage or something along yeah. those lines? Where he starts to dispel the Hollywood idea of marriage and relationships, and um, where where you're expecting the other person to complete you, oh, and yeah. and he says, "Look, in God's design, marriage is not to make you happy. That's mm. not the purpose of marriage. Mm. The purpose of marriage is well." Yeah, but but that's what everybody expects, is that marriage is going to make you happy. He says, no, God's design in marriage is to make you holy. Mm -hmm. Happiness will come with that and go, you'll Mm -hmm. have days where you're not happy. Both of you in marriage, Mm -hmm. something has gone south, you have hard times. The purpose of marriage is to make you holy. It shadows the relationship of Jesus with the church. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And our relationship with God has some bumps along the way, but the purpose of that relationship is to make us holy. And in learning to relate to another person, I think we learn how Jesus relates to us. Amen. And we start to see, oh my goodness, mm-hmm. you know. And he's perfect, so mm-hmm. it's a, 
I'm not. And it's and, and I think the happiness comes on the heels of holiness, but the first objective is holiness. That's right. And if you're not going in with a holy heart, then you shouldn't be going in. And it's yeah, and it's a serious commitment. Okay. Should be. Sober time. What do you wish women knew about men who are out looking for a wife? I'll qualify it a little bit. But what do you wish women knew about men or understood? Of course, we started the show by saying they know everything about us. But what do you wish women knew about men? I, th- I, th- I think, you know, saying the ones that are out looking for a wife, those men are going to be completely different in character than the ones that are out looking for a good time. Mm. True. True. I've often said to my daughters, too, at the same time, though, do understand that when you are dating, that is the man's A game. It is the best that he has. And it's not going to get better after you get married. It's true, though. Your A game is when you're dating. Um, you know, you don't walk around in your underwear and your T-shirt when you're dating and and, and forget to brush your teeth. And, and you know, the no. A game is the dating years. Mm-hmm. But I want to go a little bit deeper than that. What do you think women don't really understand about us? Well, I don't know. There's a lot of things, and I may be taking this in a direction different than you anticipate. But go where you want. Um, but but I I think um, I I wish if you're if you're talking about a godly man, again we talked about beauty and and you know all the rest of that. But I think men do really value the depth of beauty mm. that a woman provides when she is very caring, when she's compassionate, when she's confident in her place with God's eyes. And I think sometimes they believe that men are just so focused on the outward beauty that it's a distraction. And they are focused on oh, outward we beauty. Are. Yeah, Absolutely. We are. But I think some women, you know, maybe focus on that area too much. And really, uh, I, I one of my friends on Facebook posted in the last couple of years, hey, the most sexy thing about a lady is how she cares for people and her beautiful mind. It's not her wow. body. And mm-hmm. it's hard, you know, for some men, they may not relate to that, but I think it's true. So men, yeah. men well, do well, care about things more than just physical beauty. I agree. They with should. That. Both are good though. Yeah. You know, yeah. both are yeah, good. Both are good. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, we've heard it, if we heard it once, we heard it a hundred times, love and respect, love and respect. Mm-hmm. You hear the, those right. terms, love and respect. And the reality is, is that, is that men, um, need that affirmation you know when when women give men affirmation respect wow they will in turn yes absolutely in turn respond and she will be the the the, the bride and princess of, mm-hmm. of their life important and You're they right. will receive the love that they long in their hearts mm-hmm. that is i wish we had another hour now because mm-hmm. that's more valuable to a man than a romantic card uh, yeah i don't want yeah. i love you i respect you and admire you goes further with a man then I love all day long. Yeah, yeah. 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 So and, go, and last we, word we, to Kyle. We, we got we got one minute. One minute. Oh well, well I was just going to say <laughs> when I see that in, in my own lives, I'm I'm willing to move mountains now. You know, yeah, no yeah, matter yeah. what the challenge is, I can go out there and do it for my family and for for my wife because I know she's got my back. She believes right. in what I'm uh, doing. When I get the message that I have what it takes, my response to Heidi is to want to just pour all my love into her heart. Yeah. When you go to seconds, go yeah, Palmer. when you go, here's the thing: when you want to talk about longevity in relationships, yep. we talk about growing old. So I talked about beauty. And let me just read Proverbs thirty-one thirty: Charm is deceptive; beauty is fleeting. But a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Amen. Amen. Wow. I don't know of a better way to end. Just like that, that, that's the that punchline to the show. Powerful. Gentlemen, thanks for coming in. Now that we understand women thoroughly, 
I think it's been a productive hour. We have helped the entire male world understand women in their totality. And uh, if you think that's what we accomplished, you weren't listening. Thanks, gentlemen, for coming in, and thank you for listening to Disclosure, the Bullpen Edition, Courtship, Marriage, Dating, and Understanding Women. Until next time, I'm Sean Boonstra.